stories of those who were last and are now first. It's a, a race to the bottom. It's a, a race to the bottom. It's a, a race to the bottom. Right down to the bottom. It's a, a race to the bottom. It's a, a race to the bottom. It's a, a race to the bottom. Right down to the bottom. It's a, a race to the bottom. It's a, a race to the bottom. It's a, a race to the bottom. Right down to the bottom. Give us a call. Here is the number 718-928-973 to call in for me. It's a, a race to the bottom. It's a, a race to the bottom. It's a, a race to the bottom. Right down to the bottom. We once had things in common. Now the only thing we share is the refrigerator. Ice cold, baby, I told you, I'm ice cold. Ice cold? You out here flying high? <laughs> Go ahead, fly that thing. High. High. But fly alone. You always smoking in the house. What if my mother comes over? You can't get it up and get a child. I got a condo. 
Your internet radio dial is in the perfect position, and Race to the Bottom is on the air. Time to sit back and enjoy some refreshing Winslow tea. Try it hot, lukewarm, or over ice. Have it with milk and sugar, or a lemon wedge, or oh natural. Mm, mm, mm. Now that's Winslow tea. A New York City tradition since 1872. Ask for it by name at the tea house or your local greengrocer. Because that's how you know it's Winslow. I'm working for my father now, Kate. He's been sick. Very sick. But you're not like him, Michael. I thought you weren't going to become a man like your father. That's what you told me. My father's no different than any other powerful man. (sighs) Any man who's responsible for other people. Like a senator or a president. Do you know how naive you sound? Why? Senators and presidents don't have men killed. Who's being naive, Kay? bottom race to the 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 bottom Awake, dear heart, awake. Thou hast slept well. Awake. Oh, wonder! How many goodly creatures are there here? How beauteous mankind is, O oh, brave new world that has such people in it. And you know who has some beauteous people in it? The line in the green grocer to purchase a box of Winslow tea. Mm-mm-mm. My opening monologue is sponsored by Winslow tea. I'm drinking some right now, some lukewarm. Mm. Winslow T. Because that's how you know it's Winslow. This is Race to the Bottom. I am your host, John Reed. How about that intro? We heard from Frank Ocean off his old album, Channel Orange. That was Pilot Jones. This is a, this group, Bremer and McCoy who I love. Uh, This is off their upcoming album, Drabber. They're, are they like Norwegian, I think? Just a a guy who plays keys and a bass player. But man, they bring it. 
So every story starts with one of two beginnings. Either someone goes on a journey or a stranger comes to town. Who said that? Is that Joseph Campbell? I'm not sure. But this this ain't Gilgamesh. This is more like Chilgamesh. It's more like Race to the Bottom. Anyway, do you think I'm talented? We had a friend in college who would always say that. Shout out to Elise Weingarten. Oh, yes, I do think you're talented. Uh, I'm excited today because it looks like Mayor Bill de Blasio will be calling in to the show. Maybe I'm dreaming, but we are such stuff as dreams are made on. And our and our little life is rounded with asleep so maybe uh maybe dreaming ain't that bad when uh you know I'm I'm trying not to get my hopes up but I I do I do really have a feeling that uh BDB's going to be calling uh more on that soon I saw the tempest um you know this guy Shakespeare he's got this play called the tempest and uh man I saw it um with my wife and my mother and father-in-law and it was at Juilliard and man it was good man oh man that thing was good and uh, that leads us to our next segment um, recommended and it's uh, actually sponsored by a new uh, sponsor uh, Hollerback Home Security Systems, which I'm really excited to recommend to you. But um, let's hear it straight from the horse's mouth. This is uh, our new spot from Hollerback Home Security Systems. It's Saturday morning. You're sipping your coffee. I know. You're trying to relax. You don't want to think about burglary, grand theft auto, home invasion. But around this great country of ours, right now, those things are happening. That's why I gotta tell you about the Hollerback Smart Home Security System. Equipped with security cameras, video monitoring, and all manner of intelligent home solutions. Good, now I have your attention. Let's talk response time. We get that faster than a pizza. Installation, done in an hour. Customer service, 24-7. Style and design, sleek, low profile. Connectivity, fail safe. What about our features? Shut the garage door, turn up the heat, run the dishwasher, offer your cell phone. Or if it really hits the fan, zap an intruder with a laser zapper. Deafen him with a sound blast. Or try a patented kick to the groin. Rated number one by J.D. Power and Associates. For a free whole home risk assessment, go to hollerbackhomesecurity.com. All right. Now back to the show. It's a recommendation. Yes, this is recommended, brought to you by our new sponsor, Hollerback Home Securities, because I re- recommend you stay safe. Uh, so the two things I would like to recommend to you uh, this week are um, The Tempest, um, it's a play by a guy named uh, William Shakespeare, and I'd also like to recommend to you uh, the Brian Lair show um, on WNYC. It's um, I love it. Um, 
It's on every morning, but I listen to the podcast on the way home from work, uh, especially if, if there's a segment. It's broken up into segments on the podcast, and, and it's a really great way to uh, catch up on uh, what's going on in the news. And Brian Lair and his, uh, his folks are um, really, really um, smart and break down the news. And also every Friday they have a conversation with the mayor. And I have a contact at WNYC who uh, kind of through the Brian Lair show uh, has contacted uh, Bill de Blasio, uh, told him about Race to the Bottom. And it looks like uh, he, uh, once again, is going to be calling in, which is which is great um, and very exciting. And um, so stay tuned. Um, I, th- I think that should be happening in the next uh, 10 or 15 minutes. So... You know, um, but in the meantime, uh, we have uh, we're just going to keep the show rolling. Uh, we've got a segment, um, an unfortunate segment called Excusez-moi, uh, which I just uh, for some reason just kind of seem to, you know, keep needing to do. And it's brought to you by NYC Pigeon People. Um because you shouldn't have to apologize for loving a bird. Hi, I'm Craig. I love pigeons. Do you? Some people say we're crazy. But pigeons are the best. Don't you agree? I love to feed them. To watch them fly. To be surrounded by them. Some people say that's disgusting. I think those people are wrong. That's why I started NYC Pigeon People. A group of like-minded pigeon enthusiasts. We talk about the best pigeon feed, the best pigeon parks, the best or maybe the worst thing that someone's ever said when you say, hey, my name's Craig and I love to feed pigeons. So come on through to nycpigeonpeople.net and thanks to Race to the Bottom and Radio Free Brooklyn for, for letting me do this. I'm going to teach you how to say excuse me in French. That means I am sorry. Excusez-moi. Excuse-moi, pardon, pardonnez-moi, je suis désolé. Yeah, and Craig wanted me to let you know that uh, the membership to NYC Pigeon People is free. Uh, and as Shakespeare says in The Tempest, uh, thought is free. Um, but I have a couple things speaking of thoughts. I have some thoughts that are on my mind, some Apologies, um, and that's why I'm doing this Excusez-moi segment. Um, And again, it's just this luck that I've had with interns um, has not been great. Uh, We had Gerard, Gerald, Blair, Millicent, and then last week we had uh, Pasquale. And um, Pasquale was a a very kind... uh, guy um but um he was also um uh kind of distracting he was he kept staring at me and kind of made me i I don't know if you were listening last week i kind of messed up on my reads quite a bit and uh i told i i didn't scream at pasquale like i've screamed at um a couple other of my interns but i did um tell him that the show was no longer happening and 
uh, I, yeah, I told him the show was canceled and he never needed to come back. So that was kind of rough. I apologize for that, Pasquale, wherever you are. Um, lo siento, Pasquale. Uh, but, uh, you know, life moves on, the show moves on, and uh, we've got a new intern, Marcus. And Marcus, you were telling me that you play the, uh, you play the double bass? I, yeah, I, I played the, uh, what's the quadruple bass? Okay. Wow. But you're not, you're not playing that. Oh, you got, you got a hernia. I, I got a hernia as well a couple of years ago. Got a umbilical hernia. Sports hernia. You're, oh, you got yours from sport. I, I think I just got mine. For, I don't know what lifting things at the pizza place, but hey, you know what? Marcus, we'll talk more. I long to hear the story of your life, which must captivate the ear strangely. And uh, I could say the same for our radio audience. Uh, The phone number is 718-928-9732. But keep it clean when you call in. Uh, As Calabas might have said in The Tempest, you taught me language and my profit on it is I know how to curse. But uh, you don't have to do that on the show. <laughs> anyway, uh, let's keep it moving. Uh, there's a new floating action uh, record that is uh, kind of on the way out. And if you've listened to the show for a while, you know that I love floating action and Seth Kaufman. And um, he he put a new video up on YouTube, and I want us to check that out. And uh, this... Um, New music is brought to you and brought to us by the office of Tom Logan, and uh, who is um, uh, just, he's the inventor of the Logan system of discipline, and now he is really doing some great work with superfoods. So let's hear from Tom Logan, and then we'll check out some floating action. Again, the phone number is 718-928-9732, and we are... Uh, uh, waiting with bated breath to hear from our mayor, Bill de Blasio. Um, so stay tuned, and we also want to hear from you. Race to the Bottom, Radio Free Brooklyn. Hi, this is Tom Logan, the inventor of LSD, the Logan System of Discipline, which has revolutionized the way that parents deal with teenagers who are out of control. But today I want to talk to you about superfoods. That's right, superfoods, like kale, Swiss chard, collard greens, turnip greens, spinach, raspberries, strawberries, blueberries, blackberries, cranberries, green tea, almonds, pecans, pistachios, walnuts, cashews, Brazil nuts, macadamia nuts, garlic, ginger, turmeric, salmon, avocado, seaweed, and ancient greens like bulgur, farro, emmer, millet, buckwheat, teff, and chia. You all know that I have written extensively about the teenage mind, but I have begun to write more than a couple paragraphs on diet and nutrition. That's why I'd love to see you in my office, 4875 Union Square, 7th floor. Give me a call and we can set up a consultation. 917-222-2422. I want to show you how superfoods can work just as well, if not better, than LSD. Tom Logan is not a licensed nutritionist. Also, please show up to the office at least four hours before your appointment for paperwork and processing. Mary wants to be 
Support for Race to the Bottom comes from the Corporation for Public Broadcasting, the William and Flora Hewlett Foundation, the Ewing Marion Kaufman Foundation, the Melville Charitable Trust, the Moby Dick Charitable Trust, the Charitable Trust for people who have read Moby Dick, the Charitable Trust for people who say they have read Moby Dick, the Carnegie Corporation of New York, the Carnegie Corporation of Alabama, the Alfred P. Sloan Foundation, the Alfred E. Newman Foundation, the Mad Magazine Foundation, the Cracked Magazine Foundation, the Annie E. Casey Foundation, the Easy E Foundation, the Geraldine R. Dodge Foundation, the Ford Foundation, the Chevy Foundation, the Bob Seeger Foundation, the Boss Skaggs Foundation, the My Uncle Said My Music Sounds Like Boss Skaggs Foundation, the Who Is Boss Skaggs Foundation, the Joyce Foundation, the Noise Foundation, the People Who Say Nice Like Noise Foundation, Joan Crock, the That's a Crock Foundation, the National Endowment for the Arts, the Stanley Foundation, the Angela Foundation, the Oscar Foundation, the Creed Foundation, the Phyllis Foundation, AARP, Alaska Airlines, American Society of Clinical Oncology, American Society of Non-Clinical Oncology, American Society of Partially Clinical Oncology, Charles Schwab, the ConocoPhillips Company, the Wilson Phillips Company, First Look Studios Home Entertainment, Blockbuster Video, Miramax Films, the National Association of Professional Organizers, the National Association of Semi-Professional Disruptors, the American Speech Language and Hearing Association, the American SDFU Association, Anheuser-Busch Companies, Dow Chemical Company, T. Rowe Price, Corn Rowe Price, General Motors Corporation, Specific Motors Corporation, National Association of Realtors, Johnson Controls, and the Carey Group. The crickets and the rust beetles scuttled among the nettles of the sage thicket. Vamanos, amigos, he whispered and threw the busted leather flint craw over the loose weave of the saddlecock, and they rode on in the friscalating dusk light. Oh my gosh, we've got a phone call. Um, race to the bottom, is this uh, Mayor de Blasio? Uh, no, this is BJ calling. Uh, BJ? Yeah, is this John Reed? Yeah, you're um uh BJ you're you're kind of quiet. I don't I'm not sure why. Okay, hold on. Hold on. I got to get my audio straight. Okay. Here. We'll get it. We'll get it. All right, I'm waiting. Uh this is Race to the Bottom on Radio Free Brooklyn. We've got a call from BJ. Uh BJ, you So, there? Uh, can you hear me now? Oh, yes. Thank thank the Lord. Yeah, so so this is the the John the, the John Reed that got Guy Raz kicked off the air, right? That's the John Reed I'm talking to. Um, so let's rewind. I uh, so you said the the John Reed that Guy Raz kicked off the air. I do have a history with Guy Raz, but um, I yeah, don't... you got him. You got him kicked off the air, right? Oh, that I you I... got some yeah you got some pull at NPR is what I'm saying. I, you know, I, I, we'll see if, if BDB calls in, I'll, I'll really be able to, uh, you know, to claim that. But yeah, I, I had kind of a back right. and forth with, with Guy Raz. I was, uh, kind of tweeting about how I thought his voice was really smarmy and he, he was not up to the job of being a, uh, weekend, all things considered host. And, uh, we kind of had our back and forth. He had me on the show and then, uh, you know, yeah, as the timeline works, he he was off the air pretty shortly thereafter. I think he hosts his, hosts like the TED Talk radio hour now. Yeah, yeah, TED TED Talk. It's a podcast. Yeah, it's it's, it's not on the radio. Yeah, it is a podcast. It's not on the radio. So, you consider yourself in an NPR traditionalist. 
Uh, yeah, I mean, wait, I, I like my uh, Robert Siegel, my uh, Linda Wertheimer, you know, yeah. Uh-huh. And, and, and you're a man who cares about music? You could say, I, I, yeah, I definitely care about music. They're, they're trying to take me off the air, John. They're trying to take me off the air. So, BJ, you are, um, you are an NPR host? Um, I, I, I'm, I'm an NPR composer. Oh, do you do? And I need your help. Yeah. Um, can you probably know my work from, you know, all things considered. Da, 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 that one. Yeah, exactly. Uh, You know, from, uh, from, uh, wait, wait, don't tell me. Mm, yeah, I'm trying. I'm yeah. bl- blanking on that melody, but yeah, it's 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 a little game show they have. I know yeah. the show. I'm just, just trying to sing the melody for you. I can't. It's not coming. Yeah. Well, um, my ears are ringing from the from the from the rage from the anger. So I, you know, I don't know that I can get the pitch right. Okay. Yeah. But they've they've taken away. I mean, my original creation, the thing that made NPR, they've taken it away, John. They've taken away my child, my baby. Why? The morning edition theme song. They've taken it away from me. Why did they take... They replaced it with some some Euro trash mix from some, you know, third-rate shop out of California. Oh, my God. Is your name B.J. Lederman? My name is B.J. Lederman. Exactly. Oh, my God. So and they've they've picked, yeah. Well, so why don't you uh, keep up with the time? I mean, I am a traditionalist, but sometimes we have to, you know, keep up with the times. Why don't you compose some some new stuff and uh, slide that well, in there? Like those, you're, listen, you're being like those guys on the message boards. You're questioning my my the, the premise here. I'm not I'm not calling you to, to question. I'm calling you for a favor. Okay. Uh, uh, shoot, I'm ready. Um, from one traditionalist the to the to the next, let's let's hear it. Um, I need you. I need you to 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 take out the producers of Morning Edition. Like I, I need did. you to, to move them to a podcast. Do them like Adam Davidson. <laughs> Get them I mean, out of there. Yeah, this is some inside baseball, but yeah, Adam Davidson. He's the uh, what does he do? Planet Money? He was the Planet Money guy. And now you know what he does now? A podcast. A podcast. That's right. That's right. I think we need to move these morning edition clowns to a podcast. So you're saying we should podcast these fools? We should podcast these fools and bring it back to the old school. Who even does morning edition? I don't, I haven't. Uh, listened for a while. You know what? What it is, BJ. I moved to New York, and I feel like a lot of uh, the these like morning edition. It's a it's a driving in your car to work show. I can't get reception. I'm on the I'm on the train underground for most of my commute, and I I can't listen live to morning edition. So I don't even know well, who's I, on there. I need you to reach back to your roots. I need you to reach back to your roots, John. 
You're saying I need to buy a, buy a car? I'm saying that you need to remember your people in the streets. The Morning Edition listeners. The NPR listeners. Who are out here keeping it real. Okay. I'm... Um, I'm going to, I'm going to try my best. What I'm going to need to do is get a, a cheap car. I'm going to need to get, uh-huh. I'm going to have to, uh, get a, get my Twitter. I quit Twitter, which was a, a big right. part of my, uh, means to take down Guy Raz. Uh, cause right. I felt like Twitter kind of became the, um, the, this president's kind of personal website. So I, I didn't want anything to do with that. So I quit my Twitter. I'm going to have to get back on Twitter, get a car. Wait, who is the president right now? Um, We call him. Uh, is it not still Barack Obama? Wow, you are a traditionalist. Um, No, uh, it's we call the president uh, President Omelet Bar on uh, on this show. We um, OK, is that like a, a kind of a kind of candy? Um, no, I just, you know, there's a million different podcasts and radio shows that say this guy's name a hundred times a second. And, uh, it's, he was a, he is a former reality show host, uh, that became president. Oh, so, so he it must be something like that picture I saw of, of, um, what's his name? Um, the, the apprentice guy getting an omelet at his club. Exact. That's the guy. It's the apprentice that's guy. That's the guy. Yeah. That's the, that's the president. That's why we call him President Omelet Bar. That's the actual president. It's not like a Real Housewives thing. Um. No, it's not like a Real Housewives thing. Okay. Well. Um. <laughs> I think I should go work on some different kind of songs. Well, you do that, and I'll work on my plan. Um, and BJ, I thank you for calling. This is a crazy development um, in the course of the of the show, uh, but we have a uh, bigger fish to fry, and this fish is is called uh, a BDB fish, and he's supposed to be yeah, calling. Yeah, had a bill for me. Yeah, yeah, he he should be calling any minute now. So so stay tuned. He's he's actually running. Yeah, for... crazy part of crazy parties at Fordham with with Bill. Man, I think that's another. Oh wow! Discussion for another time. Okay, yeah. Crazy call, parties at Fordham. Call back in about the crazy parties at Fordham, and I thank you for your call, BJ. And we're gonna podcast these fools. All right. Okay. Talk to you later. All right. Bye. Wow, BJ Lederman, NPR composer, calling in. All right, so BDB's advanced team says that he should be he's finishing up at a, a gym. He's in Iowa right now, but he's he's finishing up um his workout at a at a YMCA in uh I think Sioux City. Um and he should be calling in any minute. Uh but in the meantime, um I don't usually do this, but let's let's hear some Beyonce. I, I'm I I've been digging this song. Before I let you go. Off homecoming, uh, the the homework uh, related show that she did. Uh, this is Beyonce. Stay tuned for the mayor and a political checkup from Johnny's Automotive. What do you say? 
Listen to RFB when you're not in front of your computer. Please consider downloading our free mobile app for iPhone and Android, available in the App Store for iPhone or the Google Play Store for Android. Also, please be sure to subscribe to our monthly newsletter for the latest news about new programming and upcoming RFB events. You can sign up at radiofreebrooklyn.org/newsletter. Radio Free Brooklyn is a 501c3 nonprofit organization whose mission is to provide a free and open platform to our community and promote media literacy, education, and free expression. We rely primarily on donations from listeners like you. To help support our mission, we invite you to make a one-time donation or monthly pledge at radiofreebrooklyn.org slash donate. Every cent helps us to continue to stay on the air. So please support independent community media by pledging whatever you can afford. All contributions are tax deductible to the fullest extent of the law. Again, that's RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash donate. Radio Free Brooklyn is proud to announce that we have launched an after-school program for teenagers to learn media literacy through media making using a hands-on approach guided by local professionals. If you'd be interested in participating or donating to this program, please go to RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash afterschool. And remember, all donations are tax-deductible. Hi, this is Johnny from Johnny's Automotive. I'm here today to talk about cryptocurrency. Cryptocurrency is a digital asset designed to work just like cash or card. Cryptocurrencies use decentralized control, unlike a central bank. That adds up to a whole lot more folks checking to make sure things are legit. That's why I'm proud to announce that in addition to striving to go carbon neutral, Johnny's Automotive is now accepting crypto. That's right. Pay for your new muffler with Bitcoin, Litecoin, Monero, or Neo. 
or fork over the money for those new brakes or rotors with Ethereum, Zcash, Dash, or Ripple. We even accept Potcoin, Pandacoin, and Insanecoin. Just another reason to make it on down to the corner of Crisco Road and Popular Creek. John, as we do it right, and check it. That's Johnny's way. See you soon. Yeah. So, I don't know if he's going to call. This is getting crazy. They said he's he's uh, toweling off. And he should be calling in the next few minutes. But we only have 17 minutes left to the show. And I usually need to get ready for Joanna Perpich and Crime Talk BK. So, I just, I don't know. Always late, this guy. I didn't want to say it, but I'm saying it. Well, with a last name like Reed, I know how to read a good deal. And that's why I recommend Johnny's Automotive, where they do the job right and then check it. That's Johnny's way. At this hour, lie at my mercy all mine enemies. Maybe that's going to be BDB in a second if he doesn't call. No, he's not my enemy. He's just... Got worked up and he's toweling off? What is that? But it's time for the political checkup. Brought to you by Johnny's Automotive in Asheville, North Carolina. Continuing to support the show. Um, in Interstate. An intrastate or interstate. I, I guess it would be an interstate sponsorship. But what's past is prologue, and um, and still that doesn't mean that history can't repeat itself. Um, just as it seems like things can't get much worse, looks like the protections afforded by Roe v. Wade are slipping away, and it's time for war in Iran. For more on this, it's time for What in the Crap? What in the crap? What in the crap? Uh, Dr. Dad, if you want to call in, uh, go for it. I I think BDB is uh, standing us up. Um, so let's talk about what's going on vis-a-vis, vis-a-vis the uh, upcoming war in Iran. It might just have been long enough since the war in Iraq for us to have forgotten uh how horrible uh these things are uh and we're deploying like a crazy amount of troops to Iraq we're talking about intelligence that is um most likely faulty um you know we've got this um this dude John Bolton who's uh you know Loves loves all this stuff, and he's Trump's big uh, advisor, national security advisor. But Trump, oh my gosh, I just said it twice. It's this damn Bill de Blasio thing. All right. Uh, Omelet Bar told the people at the Pentagon he doesn't even want a war. He says it's just his cabinet pushing this stuff. Um, we got a phone call. Race to the bottom. 
Yeah, it's um, Dr. Dad, ready D- to talk. Great. Uh, Dr. Dad, um, you ever been stood up? Um, probably many years ago. been married 54 years now, so uh, it was a long time ago. Other than that, no. Well... I I'm, I'm I sorry, feel, yeah. he hasn't called you yet. But if uh, if he does, uh, you can zap me, and you know he's more important. Okay, well so let him let him talk. Okay, uh, th- thank you for that. Um, I'm waiting to hear back from his people, but um, you know it's it's looking. I'm I'm feeling kind of pessimistic about it. So, um, Doctor Dad, you can just listen in. I'll I'll have you chime in. I know you you. Uh, probably has some ideas about this this war thing and i think you have some other stuff you want to talk about um so um i'll bring you right back in in a second okay okay um right so uh just stay on the line okay i will okay i will okay. um so yeah uh omelet bar saying he doesn't even want war and it's just people in his his cabinet he says hopefully it doesn't happen you know but maybe if the guy had any uh, managerial skills, you know, he could have control of what actually is happening in his cabinet. And that sounds like we got him. I was wrong, and I apologize. Ladies and gentlemen, we got him. Yeah, we got him on that one. Um, but yeah, so... Uh, <laughs> Um, but maybe, maybe he's just being super cunning and he, he, uh, he thinks that a a war will, would really boost his, uh, his numbers, get him on a wartime footing right before the election. Who knows? But, uh, you know, what's really, um, what, what other wars really heating up is this whole, uh, you know, reproductive right war, this crazy law in Alabama, everybody's going nuts, rightly so. Um, I don't want to get out over my skis on this one, but it seems like, uh, what might be happening is they're trying to do this thing called, um, uh, like widening the Overton window. You heard about this, this idea that the, you know, if you stake out a position far enough on one side, uh, people are going to have to react and, and, uh, and kind of cede some position to you. So they... So they do these uh, draconian um, laws, and then and then to bring it back, you still push it, you know, push the ball in the, in their direction. I don't know. Maybe, maybe that's what's going on. I'm not sure. Um, I'll just get through this real quick and then bring in Doctor Dad. Um, it's time for who do you want to win and who's gonna win? Who do you want to win and who? gonna win so the 2020 presidential race is really frothing up brought to you by room for cream i'm sorry room for cream we don't have time to play your ad uh bethany's gonna give me a bunch of crap for that but i'm sorry i gotta plow through here uh but at room for cream they focus on the cream so you don't have to uh so who do you want to win who's gonna win if you don't mind me asking the 2020 elections are really frothing up, and as we wait for a call from the mayor, like that's going to happen, it's time to evaluate de Blasio's chances as the 23rd Democratic candidate to run for president in this truly absurd primary contest. 
so yeah, de Blasio's running. He came late to the election, like he comes late to everything. I used to work out at, at this uh, YMCA in Park Slope, and uh, I ran into Bill de Blasio a couple times. I thought we were cool. Um, he is kind of running on this platform of of tackling uh, the president. He's calling him Con Don, which I I don't know. What about Don the Con? I was gonna. That was one of my questions. I, Con Don just doesn't. It's it's weak. I think Don the Con would be better. I was gonna ask De Blasio if he would think about changing that, but he did not call. Um, not heard back from his people. I guess he's still toweling off. Um, but you know, I was gonna say it can't just be as simple as a narrative of uh, you know he's gonna he's gonna totally tank like everybody's saying. Uh, he's gonna go hard at Omelet Bar. Maybe he's gonna open up some space that way. Who knows? Um, that is the political checkup brought to you by Johnny's Automotive uh, with uh, friends like these who needs enemies, right? Uh, all right, Dr. Dad, what, what's on your mind? Well, um, I, I thought of an analogy about uh, Biden versus uh, just let it play out and, and see what happens. And the analogy is, imagine you have a very serious Ill, uh, illness, it's an infection, and you need, uh, you need an antibiotic. Uh, the question is, you've got 20 cho- 23 choices of antibiotics, which one would you pick? Would you pick one that looks good in a bottle? Would you pick one that, you know, is recently advertised but uh, hasn't been tested that much? Or would you go for something like amoxicillin? to treat your uh, serious infection. And to me, uh, I know who that, who amoxicillin is in this situation. We've got to find someone that to treat the infection. So, so you're, you're saying, like- yeah, you're, so let's, let's track this, this, uh, this analogy here, this All extended right. metaphor. You're saying that Joe Biden is like amoxicillin. Right, tested. He, he he's not the perfect. It's not the perfect antibiotic, but we know it works. Uh, you've seen it work. You know, it's the kind of go-to stuff for uh, serious infection, uh, uh, pneumonia, or whatever. Amoxicillin is something that doctors would think about right away. So um, I, I I get where you're coming from, Doctor Dad. Um, everybody, this is. Uh, my dad, my dad, your doctor, Dr. Dad, um, on the line. Um, so here's what I would ask, ask you, Dr. Dad. Um, right. When have we seen um, Biden effectively um, work as in, in an electoral setting? Uh, yeah, you've got me there because uh, he hasn't. He, they, they say he's lost a bunch of times, but in terms of you know popularity and uh, electability and and uh, middle east, middle um, middle state uh, working people, he's popular there. Um, I, I and the um, Obama people uh, have you know felt like he's a good guy and all that. So I, I think there's a lot of energy for him as opposed to picking a, a different uh, antibiotic. Can you see um, 
I, I, I hear what you're saying, but, uh, you know, my position is that you've got, so you've got Biden, say Biden's coming to town, right? Say you, right. you live in, in Virginia beach, right? right? Um, if Biden was coming to talk in Virginia beach, do you think that people would, uh, get super jazzed and like try to get uh, tickets, try to figure out a way to go see, see Biden, uh, you know, bring all their friends to, for, for a, a, a Biden speech. Do you think people uh, are going to organize and, and uh, young people are going to get out and, and uh, knock on doors for Joe Biden? Or yeah, I can see your arguments uh, coming, coming across the other side pretty strong. Um, maybe maybe I thought of the analogy primarily to emphasize the uh, the, the uh, infection aspect of the of the analogy because we've really got to do something to to uh, you know get the infection under control. I I completely agree with the the infection part of your your uh, thing, but I hmm, I don't know. I'm not it's sure. like. Yeah, I'm not sure what kind of enthusiasm there'd be. I, I know I'd I'd show up for the guy, and you know, in this. People, but see, uh, you'd show up. That he's so, yeah, ahead. but you'd you'd show up to to vote. I feel like a lot of people would show up to vote, but as far as like doing anything extra, it would just kind of be like this default thing. Also, I you know I haven't heard Biden uh, since he's gotten in the race. I haven't seen that he has released any sort of like policy plan it's just that he is not uh not the infection but what is he what what can we positively uh feel about biden uh you know it's just kind of this kind of lackluster thing which i feel like happened in 2016 where people are like oh yeah all right i guess we're gonna vote for this person instead of you know instead of something that gets people really, really passionate. Yeah, I, I see your argument. And if, if, I could, uh, if I could single-handedly elect someone, I'd probably pick someone, someone else besides him. But, you know, uh, when you have an infection, man, you've, you've just got to figure out what's, what's going to work. Well, and, uh, Dr. Dad, I'm going to let you have the last word on that because um, I got to okay. roll and, and let uh, yeah. Joanna Perpich get, get set up here. But thank you for calling. Okay. Let's talk about oh, this more. This has been a Race to the Bottom, uh, Radio Free Brooklyn, and uh, we will talk to you next week. Thanks, thanks for nothing, uh, Mayor de Blasio.
But the seed is grown. I can't make. 